for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play, with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. Right, what's up, everybody? <laughs> We're Yo. back. Wait, no. Yep. Wait, no. Huh? Oh, so it's wide. COVID. What's up with the <laughs> camera, man? I like it. Off. I like it. Oh, I've I've moved my seat too. It's probably throwing us off a little center, but that? I'm not moving. Uh, all right. That's all good. Anyways, what's up? We're back <laughs> with another that. episode of Play by Play, and excited to kick off this year's 2023 with the first episode. Yeah, man. Um, this is going to be a fun little uh, deal. It's a little bit different. Yep. You know? uh, typically, we have guests on, and we decided that, you know, uh, we've met a lot of detailers, and we're still going to have them on. But, yes. you know, we want to kind of – we want to provide more than just a a the, the value of introducing you to new people that you might not have met before. Right. You know, we, we know that we're speaking to uh, detailers, you know, primarily, and, and a lot of younger guys that are new in the business. Yep. And – they don't have the luxury of, you know, your experience, 10 mm-hmm. plus years. Well, going back to your 14, let's get yeah. serious with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, we feel like we could provide even more value than just entertainment. And sure. so we want you guys to walk away with something that you can literally put into place tomorrow. That's right. And and, and help the bottom line. Right. There's got to be a, a point to this and a reason to this. And, and yes, it's fun to bring on guests every week and to have all these things. But at the end of the day, what you know, how do we benefit from this? How do you benefit from watching this, right? How do you benefit from listening to this? And that's what we wanted to kind of circle back to. Sure. And we are going to have guests. We are going to have professionals that talk about the topics that we are bringing up, but we wanted to be more deep. You know, we were kind of vague in our conversation about topics Mm -hmm. and it was more about the guests. Well, this, this uh, series, especially, you know, this series, we want to dive deep into each topic and, you know, we don't want to bore you to death with it. We want to keep mm-hmm. it live and keep it entertaining. I mean, you know, Ryan, you can still be a goober. Yeah, right. On. That's, that's <laughs> like you I'm play finished. that part. Fine. Right. Um, <laughs> but but we do want to provide value. We want you guys to take away something just like Ryan said. So in saying that, this episode is all about running a business, but not making any money. Yeah, man. And I mean, how many detailers out there right now, if you're listening to this, know exactly what you made last year. The year's yeah. over, right? It's a new year. What yeah. did you bring home? You know, that's right. And so did you bring home enough to make it worth doing it again another year? And how many know, like no to the dollar, right? Not, not just know that, oh, there's more in my checking account than there was last year, Sure. but actually know the number. Right. And and then how many, you know, are scrambling right now to get their, their books done, right. To get it to the tax counter. (laughs) Exactly. And, and these are things, this is something that we want to talk about because we talk about, Talking about not making money. Well, how do you know? Right. Right. How do you know if you're not making money? Absolutely. And Dustin, you're the yeah, definitely someone that run multiple businesses. You have to this part of your daily routine is going through your books, right? So yeah. uh maybe let's just start out with a general question. You know, how do we determine what are expenses? Well, yeah, right. So you want and, and the the question I think should be is like, if I'm not making money, mm-hmm. what do I look at? Right. Right. And, Absolutely. and so, like you have sales and expenses to determine. If you're making money, basically, I mean, it's, it's basic as it gets income and expense. Right. right. And we don't affect income like, you know, like we do expense. Sure. Income is subject to a customer coming in the door. Now, we do things like marketing and sales process and stuff like mm-hmm. that that affects it, but not not like not as much as we control expenses. Sure. So if I'm talking about a business that ain't making money, yep. the first thing I'm looking at is how much is that business spending? 
Okay. And you asked the question, how do we know that? Right. Right. Well, there's a, it, you, you have to track it. Okay. You have to understand it. In order to do that, you don't, it doesn't have to be complex. Um, it can be done on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It can be done on a spreadsheet. It can be done in a nice set of QuickBooks or a nice set of books that are online and software. You know, there's multiple ways to track it. Okay. But as long as you're physically adding that up, mm-hmm. whether it's weekly, monthly or yearly, then you can, you have something that you can go in there and dissect. Gotcha. So let's talk about when you first started. All right. Cause yep. we do have a lot of one man shows, uh, mobile detailers that are just, you know, it, it's them in their vehicle and their polisher and, and, and that's it. That's all they have to worry about as far as uh, who they got to pay at the end of the day. Right. But you know, so let's talk about what those guys, where do they start? How do we know what we need to be calculating? What needs to go on that, that first page of your books? Yeah. Right. So what's the first thing you want to track? Right. right. And, and so like I was, I was the one man band for a while, mm-hmm. um, but, but expense was very important to me because I ran multiple businesses and I knew exactly what you need to do. First thing you got to track is the consumables, the things that you're using to physically do the detail. And that's the easiest things to track. Okay. And what it's we're talking about chemicals, pads, okay. little tools, things that, that, that you're going through like brushes, detail okay. brushes. Um, those are the things that you want to start to add up first, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you're using on a weekly, daily, weekly, monthly basis. Right. All right. That's the first thing. And that's called a cost of good or cost of service. Yes. And and those things, those those items fluctuate with your income. Sure. So the more you detail, the more degreaser you're going to use. Absolutely. So that's the top thing that you're going to try. The first thing that you need to track, you got to determine how much it's costing you to run this business. Okay. So now what if you buy your pads or your, um, you know, your chemicals like every couple of months? Sure. I mean, are we taking that total set and now dividing it up over the amount of months? Is this a monthly thing that we're tracking or is it a weekly thing? No. So, okay. So that's a great question. So when you make, when you make that purchase, that's when that expense happens, okay. but it's not necessarily when you use it. Right. right? So, right. But the thing is, is you track expenses over the months and you compare them to each other mm-hmm. and then you can start to see things level off and you'll say, OK, I'm spending X amount of dollars on degreaser. Yes, you buy a gallon and you don't use a gallon in a day. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, a T-shirt where I spent ten dollars and I sold it for 20 and now I know what that cost me. Right. It takes a little time to establish okay. how much your chemical cost is. Gotcha. Now you can get granular. You can track it by the job. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of legwork for a detailer to do that's an owner operator. And there's no real, like, there is reason to do it, but it's not priority. Okay. Priority is understanding what it's costing you on a monthly basis, probably, to okay. start out with. And so if a detailer came to me and it's like, Dustin, I'm not making any money. The first thing I'm going to ask him is, so how much does it cost you to operate? Let's look at your monthly expenses in your mm-hmm. in your chemicals. We'll start there. Okay. And see over the month, how much are you spending and then how much are you making? Okay. okay. Good rule of thumb too. It should be, it should be. So typical business usually cost of goods is 33%, mm-hmm. you know, a third, a third expenses, your overhead is 33% and then their profit should be somewhere around the bottom. Okay. Good enough. Um, that kind of helps you understand detailing is a little different. It's labor heavy. Mm-hmm. So the cost of chemicals, I mean, it could be 10 to 15%. It could be right. cheap, you know, um, depending on where you buy. Sure. And so that's some of the things you, you, you affect, you okay. control.
And so what about your, uh, the things that you don't really control? Well, I guess mm -hmm. the things that are going to be the same every month, right? Consistent. Yeah. That's called um, I sure, overhead. overhead, right? That's so, right. And that makes up, let's see, your rent, your, uh, I guess, electricity, yep. water, the things that really don't change regardless of if you got a bunch of work, if you got a little bit of work. Of course, sure. power goes up a little bit, but that's not a big well, enough. Whether you do one car a month or 100 cars okay. a month, your rent's still the same. Sure. Your power's still the same-ish, you know water bill you know it you, it's very it can be subjective sure. right well no i use more water if i detailed 100 cars versus i did one but if you're talking about chances are you're not going to do one one month and 100 the next month yeah chances are you're going to do 25 one month and 27 the next month and the water bill is not going to fluctuate that exactly much. so yep. you wouldn't think of that as a cost of good mm -hmm. or a cost of service that's an overhead that's a fixed expense okay fixed as in it's not going to vary that much gotcha Okay. Chemical costs will vary based on production. What about your gas? I mean, I know that's something that, you know, if we're in yeah. this, you know, we're just a mobile guy, you know what I mean? I say just a mobile guy, just offering the most premium oh, luxury huge. services. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's not, I hate when I hear a guy say I'm just mobile. I'm right. like, oh, bro, you're, you're, you're taking away from yourself. Yeah, man. You're, yeah. You're offering a premium luxury service. Don't. Yeah. So we talking about the gas. Let's talk about, you know, the upkeep of a vehicle. So we know every, yeah, maintenance fuel. is every month. Right. Mm -hmm. So would that be considered? Um, It's, it's overhead, overhead because maintenance, Maintenance is general. Like, mm -hmm. so if you had multiple vehicles, you would, you you know, it again, it can be subjective. Well, no, the more I detail, the more miles I put on, the more my service. But in reality, it's mm -hmm. going to be fairly consistent. Sure. And, and, and so maintenance on a vehicle would definitely be an overhead cost. Okay. Um, you wouldn't put it up in the cost of goods. Sure. And, and when I say up, that, that's the way a set of books work, by right. the way. You know, so you have income, you got it. You have income, you have cost of goods, and then you have overhead. And then those are all just your expenses. So I'll let you get ready. No, I'm good, dude. I can, hear, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ethan, you were supposed to handle that. Yeah, man. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan is my dude. Ethan's on it, man. So anyway, so yeah, down, so down that would go maintenance and fuel. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I'm only a mobile detailer, okay. and this is my thing to track, I would be tempted I'd be tempted to put fuel. If I'm a one man show, mm -hmm. I would be tempted to put fuel as a cost of good. Okay. Just because it really does fluctuate sure. how many vehicles you do. Absolutely. So again, like I just made that decision on the fly. Uh -huh. Your books can be done that way. Like no accountant is going to say, I'm not going to submit this to the IRS because you put fuel in a cost of good. Okay. They don't care as long as it makes sense to you mm -hmm. and it's consistent. Gotcha. Because, and you, and you have a rational explanation for it. Now, if you put, rent up there and cost of goods are going to, it doesn't belong there. Mm -hmm. Like, because that's not going to fluctuate and it's not going to, you know, it's going to throw off your numbers when you start to track them. Right. Um, but again, you know, it's, it, some of these things can be, you know, uh, depending on how you run your business and you think about it, mm -hmm. it can move. So, so would overhead be easier to calculate than cost of goods? Cause it's two different things, right. That we need to yeah. like basically two different columns, right? Uh, essentially. I mean, if we're yeah. going to, if we're not being subjective no. about every yeah, if you little call thing, it yeah. black and white. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it, overhead kind of requires you to think a little bit more because like, um, like, how do I apply my maintenance to each, like, maintenance of a vehicle? How much does that cost per per, per detail, oh, okay. you know? Like, so you you divide those things up amongst the total sales, and that's how much percentage it is. So okay. that's really deep stuff. That's accounting. Okay. And you don't have to do that. Like, you have an accountant, probably, or uh, somebody that files your taxes sure. that could help you with that. But if I'm trying to figure out how much money I'm spending, right, mm -hmm. I need to know my cost of goods. Yeah. 
that's what you control really okay you control how much product you're buying how much you're paying for that product how do you know if you're okay yeah i guess so that, yeah. i might be jumping ahead but no, how, how do we know if we're looking at our our you know cost of goods and how, how do i know that i'm spending too much on product right and, and how do i know if i could be you know is there always a better deal out there it, am i just not looking hard enough if i haven't found it here's how you do it if you get so there's a couple things if you get down to the bottom and you're not making money but you're doing all the work you possibly can mm -hmm. Two things you two things you gotta think is is am I charging too cheap or am I paying too much? Okay. And and what you have to do is think about the deals. How much am I paying for product? And if I'm buying from Walmart and O'Reilly's mm -hmm. on a daily basis and I'm paying twenty five dollars for a quart of tire shine, when I know that I can buy a five for forty dollars a five gallon, mm -hmm. I'm overpaying. Right. Okay. If I'm always doing these one off things that I'm overpaying for. Okay. okay. And, and so, you know, this as a business owner, you know, when you run down the street and you overpay for something, sure. Straight up, Absolutely. but it shows up in the books at the year end. You yeah. don't feel it right then because you say, I got to have it. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I can't go to detail this car without just a bottle of tire shine and it's going to last me for six vehicles. So I can kind of justify it. However, your books are going to show you over time that you're overspending on, on this. Right. And by the way, your books aren't going to say like tire shine, wash and wax, um, you know, it may say ceramic coating because that's a big expense, but sure, it's it's going to say chemicals, chemicals, yeah, okay. and pads. So okay, we're not having so, to break it down that far. No, it, it, you but, know, for our accounting purposes or for you know, if I'm just turning in stuff for taxes, they don't care that you know they don't want to know itemized. That. Okay. okay, now you can you can break your books down that far, but typically that's stuff done on like a spreadsheet. Sure, you know, if I want to know like or or even a piece of paper. Like, okay, how much, you know, tire shine that I'm using on a, on a weekly basis. This is when you start to figure things out. So, mm -hmm. like, you realize in your books, okay, my pricing, I like, I don't feel like I can raise my prices. I'm breaking even. I need to make some money. Okay. I'm seeing my, my cost of goods is 50% of my detail. So, I'm spending on chemicals and pads and little tools and things like that. My perishable, my, my consumables mm -hmm. is 50%. So, for every $100 I make, I'm spending 50 on chemicals and pads. Okay. Okay. Red flag, right? Right. Um, I'm probably paying too much. Okay. And so now I'm going to go in there and I'm going to say, okay, well, how much did I buy from, I don't know, PNS? How much did I buy from IGL? How much did I buy from um, Mastersons? Mm -hmm. And um, and looking to see where I might be overspending mm -hmm. or overbuying. Okay. You know, and so inventory. So here's the thing about it is most, well, probably all detailers don't carry inventory on their books when they spend the, the dollar mm -hmm. on the chemical, it's then a cost. In reality, everything in that chemical room downstairs is an inventory until it's used. Ah, so. so it's not an expense until it's sprayed, huh. until it's used. Okay. So that's, and, and these things, you know, you, you can overcomplicate it if you want. Right. But you don't have to do that. Well, right? I mean, I think most of our, you know, most of the people that I think we want to, you know, that we are speaking to, not, you know, necessarily the people who want to or whatever. But mm -hmm. I think most of the people that are listening are in that, you know, still three to four years in business, right. you know, and are at the point to where they've gotten, you know, they've got it. They've got their skill set down. They kind of have an idea of, you know, a good idea of what they should be charging, you know, their market, how busy they are. You know, they're going to know whether or not they're charging uh, you know, enough, or if they're charging too much, they don't have business, right? That's right. So, well, let's, let's take it to, let's take it to its most simple version, a right. lemonade stand. There we go. I like that. All right. Lemonade stand. Okay. So 
you got the sales of the lemonade. How many, how much did I make in sales and lemonade? Say today we made $10. If I want to, and, and, and when we got down to the bottom, end of the day, and we went to go buy more lemonade and it cost us 10 more dollars. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't make any money. Right. So we need to figure out where our cost is, where we spend that, what made that $10 in expenses. Uh-huh. If $5 of it is packets of lemonade, then maybe we want to go buy a jug okay. of powder. Right. Maybe we can drive that cost down, but it's very simple. So you got water, lemons, sugar. Yeah. Okay. So cups to put it in cups. To, yeah. So these are the, these are the cost of goods. Yeah. All right. If I'm spending $5 on lemons because I'm buying one lemon at a time, mm-hmm. but I can buy a sack of lemons for, you know, $7 and get 13 lemons. That's okay. my first area of savings. And you can do that a couple times over a couple of products. And now instantly you're adding money to the bottom line. Gotcha. So that's, that's as simple as it gets in. Detailing is no different. Okay. It's no different. Use chemicals, pads, tools. And when we say tools, some tools last a long time. Mm-hmm. And those tools could be considered an asset, which is not a direct expense or mm-hmm. direct cost. A compressor that's going to last you five years that you spent $1,200 on or $2,000 mm-hmm. on, that you don't run that up in a cost of goods. What about a for real uh, attachment for your vacuum that I bought Consumable. for my own personal use Speaking of, of for reals, right? For reals. <laughs> for Everybody real. knows if you're in the detailing industry, you know what a for real is, right? Probably. Those used to be really consumable. They right. just re- did a redesign of the product, but used to, you just wear them out. That's, they would wear out so fast. That's kind of what I was talking about. Yes, yeah, so yeah, at my house, I've, I've been using it on my vacuum. Got dogs <laughs> and I knew that it was a killer product and yeah. you know, it was yeah, definitely working. But then one day it's just not working not anymore. I'm like, what, what's going on? And then literally there's no teeth left on this yeah. thing, man. And I've just been doing carpets. Like, they, you know, they did a redesign, man. And it's supposed to hold up la- uh, longer. Okay. Right? But that is a true, like that's as visual as it gets, right? right? It's a pro- a, a tool that's wearing out over time. Okay. That's a consumable. You're going to buy more of those and it's, and it's going to deteriorate at the rate of what you're doing business. Okay. At the rate of what you're using is how fast it deteriorates. So these are their cost guys. It's very simple. And so when somebody comes to me and says, well, I'm not making any money. Well, so have, you know, it, and it's not always what you make. It's what you spend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can, like you got to be able to, cause the market will only bear so much on price. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to look at what am I spending on stuff right. and how can I negotiate and how can I buy at a better rate or how can I warehouse less stuff at a time? So mm-hmm. if you know how much product you're using on a monthly basis, then that's how, you know, or a weekly. If you have a weekly delivery truck, mm-hmm. okay, right here at our shop, yeah, say- we have chemicals delivered here weekly by a local supplier. We only buy what we're going to use for that week right. because we know they're coming back around. Why would I want my hundred dollars sitting down there on that shelf when I can leave that hundred dollars in my bank for the week? Mm-hmm. Right. And now that's cash flow. Right. That's how I keep my cash in hand yep. and and continue to grow the business with that cash. Gotcha. There's no, you know, you got to take pride out of it. Well, we all want to have, you know, this huge warehouse or this huge room slam full of chemicals, yeah. right? It's a pride thing, especially with detailers. Sure. Like I want my van to be stuffed to the gills. I don't want everyone to run out. Well, Okay, that's your cash that's sitting on those shelves. Mm -hmm. And you only need what you like. You only need to carry whatever it's going to take you to get through the week or the month. And uh, so Billy Smith, that's a great thing. You should know what it costs you per detail. Right. Two ways to do that. Okay. Two ways to do that. First thing. First thing is a very generic way to do it. Take the amount of sales that you brought in. Mm -hmm. 
take the or the amount of cost. I'm sorry, the, the amount of money that you spent in a year and the number of cars that you did. Okay. And you divide that. So you divide the cost by the number of cars, and that is how much it costs you per oh, car. That's average. Yeah, we're figuring up an average. Average, right? right? That don't really count. Okay. Okay. It's great for people like me that just want to know general numbers. Sure. The second way to do it, and we do that here at random. Uh, here in our shop is to track everything you do on a vehicle mm -hmm. and you can use a scale like a kitchen scale that measures right. in ounces and you can weigh your bottles at the beginning of the day mm. or the beginning of a vehicle. And as you use it, when you're done with that product, weigh it out. And, uh, and, and then that way, you know how much product you used on that vehicle. Then all you do is take the cost of that product and divide it by the number of ounces mm -hmm. that that shipped to you in and then that's how much it costs you per vehicle. Now, one thing we haven't talked about, right? I'm really surprised you hadn't brought it up was, uh, was uh, labor. Right. Well, I, I, in our scenario, I said you was a one man show, but you've yeah. got to get paid. Pay right? That's that, that's true. Right. So where does that fit in on that scale of cost of goods, service, you know, yeah. uh, expenses, uh, overhead, overhead? Yeah. Right. OK, so so payroll, it, it can be subjective. Um, at my shop, I consider payroll a cost of good or a cost of service. Mm. Now, if you're a one man show, um, chances are you're paying yourself an even or you want to pay yourself an even salary mm -hmm. throughout the year. So that would be really be an overhead expense or an owner's pay, okay. which is the last line in a, on a P&L. Uh, owner's pay is at the very bottom. Right. Okay. So you need to know how much you like in order to determine how much you should make. It's driven by how much do you need to make? Mm -hmm. What are your bills at home? What's, you know, what are you, what are your savings? What do you, what did you require you to live? Mm -hmm. All right. And when you come up with that number and you divide it by the number of hours that you need to work in a week, 40 or whatever that may be, 60, that's going to tell you your must bring on. Okay. Now you probably want to double that or something like that, you know, um, for right, yourself, because okay. that's ideal, right? Sure. When we're talking about creating, like, how do I price things? I would price it on the higher side of it because, you know, things are going to come up along the way that's mm -hmm. going to cost you. And that's sure. where you give. So pay is overhead. It, you know, um, payroll mm -hmm. is overhead, especially on a one man band. Yep. You know, um, that's the owner's pay. Um, it's down at the bottom. You need to determine how much you need to make and then cushion it. Mm -hmm. And then that goes at the bottom and that needs to be calculated in monthly to okay. determine if you're making money. If you're not doing that, and there's, by the way, there's a great book. I was, oh, man, I wish I could think of it. Um, and it, and it was, uh, it's a book that tells you to, um, to, uh, to budget profit. So like there's, there's a book out there that actually planned profits. That's the name of it. Planned profits. Planned profits. Okay. And it tells you to take X amount of your sales and put it into account for profit. So it's an actual planned profit. So now huh. you plan your payroll, you plan your expenses, you plan your profits. Wow. All right. So it's taken out. It's a really good book. I hope that's the name. I of see it. I how you. Okay. So that kind of reminds me. I mean, this might be off topic, but this might not be gift card sales. So there was a time, probably your oh, first yeah. year doing gift cards yep. that um, you, you know, you sold a bunch of gift cards and that money that you sold, you pretty much just added it to your um, income for that year. Right. Or was uh, that okay? So here's the way. Uh, so here's the way gift cards. Work. Well, let's do the wrong way first. Like uh, you know, the, the way that it initially okay, people so do. Okay, so the it. wrong way is that it's a sell in that moment. Okay. Um, 
it's it's not a sell until well so so it's not a sell until it's used right so um, when we get to the end of december and we've got a big old fat chunk of money in our checking account that you know we didn't have at the end of last <laughs> december yeah. but we just started doing gift cards i can't look at that as like i just made that much money that's my money right right so what we used to do yeah. a little trick because we did, sold a ton of gift cards in december and it never fell january when it was slow shit and detailing yep. that's when those gift cards would get redeemed right okay so we created a checking account and we transferred every time we sold a gift card, we just pushed that money into this mm. other account, not our operating account, but an account, a holding account. Yep. And honestly, that's the way it's done in your books. Mm -hmm. That money doesn't go into income. That money goes into a, a, a liability account that you're holding for someone. Right. And the moment they spend it, that's when it becomes income. So the moment they spent that in January, mm -hmm. we pulled that cash over here into our operating checking account. And now it's there. To so we didn't blow it in December. <laughs> that's right. Because if you blew it in December, it's come January. Yeah. You got all this work and you're not. And you're working for free. Because you've already spent the money. Right. Or you've already included it in what I made last year. And it also helps on your books if you're showing a lot of profit. Uh -huh. um, to, to Well, it's the legal way to do it is carry it in a liability account. Right. But then. That helps you not show income uh, mm. come December year in on those on okay. those gift card sales. It's it's the way it should be done. It's right. not a trick or a gimmick. It's sure. the way it's done. Yeah. Um, also, a cool little trick um, if we're doing that right now is on your on your cost of of, of inventory of, of your chemicals, right? And you need to sh like if you needed to for whatever reason show more profit. You can take that chemical cost that's sitting in inventory and mm -hmm. put it into a, a an asset account. Okay. Um, on your on your balance sheet rather than a cost. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to inflate your profits. Gotcha. Because now that money spent it wasn't spent per job. It was really you know it's it's waiting until you use it to be an expense, right. which is the way it should be done. Sure. But nobody's doing that. But they should. They could. Okay. I don't want to say they should. So right. if I'm selling like all my t-shirts yeah. in there. $100,000 worth of inventory. Actually, more than that now. Okay. That's not an expense until that t-shirt is sold. So it sets over an inventory. Okay. Right. And then when we sell it, that $10 that we paid for that shirt comes and now that's a cost of that sale. Okay. That's how that works. That and so sense. technically right. when you start to spray the tire shine, that's yeah. when it becomes a cost. Okay. <laughs> but that's super deep, man. Yeah, gotcha, that's super gotcha. deep. And, and we're not trying to go that deep guys, yeah. but yeah, we don't we want do, to bore you to death. We don't, but we do want you to be able to, to at least, you know, let us know what you're thinking as far as yeah. what do you want to hear more? You know, cause we're talking about, uh, you know, a lot of these guys out there, they need this. They need this. They need this more than anything right now is they, how do I start this journey? How do I make 23? You know, I worked my yes. butt off in 22, but I walked away when it didn't feel like I got out of it. Money. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or I only had a little bit more in my checking account. Right. You hear that every day, don't yeah, you? Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and so like the, to simple it down, because we got super deep and by the way, some of this, there's two, there's more than, than one way to skin a cat. Mm -hmm. Right. So you may be like, I don't do it. My book's that way. And that's fine too. Like, I'm not saying my way is the, 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 the absolute sure. way, but in general, mm -hmm. those, those concepts work and that's how general accounting works. But here's what you got to do guys. Simplest version. You just got to know how much you're spending. Okay. At the end of the day, you can do it on a sheet of paper. How much am I spending on a on a monthly basis? You can do it daily and say, okay, I bought tire shine, blah, 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 blah. And then week goes by and I'll total that number up. And uh, and then we start to know, understand how much it costs me to make $100, right. $1,000. Well, if it's costing me $750 to make $1,000 and I ain't even figured out any payroll or rent or power, mm -hmm. <laughs> red flag. Right. We're losing money. We're buying too much. We're spending too much. So- like in my in my opinion, if your cost of goods, if your chemicals and pads and consumable 
tools mm -hmm. and things like that are costing you over 20 percent you should you need to really look 20 percent of your sales if you sold a hundred if you, your sales are a hundred dollars mm -hmm. and it costs you more than 20 to make that hundred you need to take a look at how much you're spending on product mm -hmm. or you need to take a look at your pricing yeah on the other end because pricing plays as much into this as cost but absolutely. cost is you know cost you control right so, okay. to a certain extent well i like that man uh so yeah I hope uh, I know that we're we're gonna be wrapping this up a little bit earlier than we normally go about sure. an hour or whatever. We're gonna try to you know keep this a little bit shorter, but mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you you know um, that we're that we're providing the value. And if you guys just would rather have jokes, let us know that <laughs> and we'll yuck it up, son. I yeah. we'll come up with something. I got Ethan's got a mic over there. Yeah, we can mic. new uh, mic. New, <laughs> Ethan, you got a joke for us today? Yeah. Not today. I'll think of one later. Okay. Oh, that's, no. nice. that, that's, that's a lot of good, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> like, fun. why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, yeah. I don't. You don't know? I don't know. I to get to the other side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's my joke. Man, that was, I was going to say, what came first, chicken or the egg? Oh, uh, yeah. We know the answer to that one. Yeah. The rooster. The rooster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to say the cock, but I didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, man, this is a this yeah, is all ages show. Hey, no, well, no, the chicken the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> A great time with you. Hopefully, you guys got something out. Like Ryan said, we do want to try something different. We want to give you guys some value. Appreciate y'all watching. Love y'all as always, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Great show, man.